You're listening to the 7th of November Big Finish Weekly Podcast. Hello, my name's Benji and I'm broadcasting to you from my garden. That's right, I'm in a small, horrible little summer house uh, with a sleeping dog, a Dalek and a million miles worth of electricity cables to keep me wired up. It's rather exciting. And uh, yes, I'm joined here by the man that literally makes Captain Kirk look like a bus driver from Scunthorpe. Is the it is the magnificent executive producer of Big Finish Productions and Dalek voice connoisseur. It's Mr. Nicholas Briggs. Oh, well, thank you, Benji. The brilliant thing was that Skype virtually completely cut out then, so I have no idea what you said. But I, I, I'll find out later when I do the editing. I don't know why it's so, suddenly the reason's got really bad. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm, I'm just, what? I'm literally just going to go inside. I don't even care. Okay. I just have, just have to make do. It take me two seconds. Right. This, this, this whole scenario is ridiculous. Uh, I do, I do, <laughs> I do apologise. You're listening to the seventh of November Big Finish Weekly Podcast. <laughs> Hello, my name is Benji, I'm a sound designer, and I'm no longer in my shed, it would seem. (laughs) (laughs) We're all starting again. So what was it you said last time, Benji, that I didn't hear? What, the introduction or or the whole thing? Well, my introduction to you last time was was rather good. Uh, I said, I'm joined here by the man who makes Captain Kirk look like a bus driver from Dingley Dell. I varied it. It actually was Scunthorpe, but I thought, you know, as I was moving my millions and millions of different bits of equipment from the summer house outside and inside i thought no dingley dell runs off the the tongue so yes if you if you don't know who this chap is it's mr nicholas briggs he is our executive producer actor dalek connoisseur and generally lovely man here he is now i'm just overwhelmed (laughs) thank you benji uh, do I need to inform you that Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio drama and audiobooks, including Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Blake Seven? I think not. <laughs> so let's cut right to the chase. Coming up in a moment, all the latest Big Finish news. That'll be followed by listeners' emails, and you can contact us at brace yourself, this is the email address, pen and paper, guys. Podcast at bigfinish.com. There we go. I'll say it again. Podcast at bigfinish.com. And then it'll be time for our guest star interview. And this week's interview is with the fifth doctor, Peter Davison. It is notable for being possibly the shortest interview I've ever done. But it's not all about quantity, you know. Peter is rather fabulous in it, so uh, listen out for that. And a bit of controversy, which I'm sure I'll have edited out, given that the US presidential election is about to happen. (laughs) And then it'll be time for the randomoid selectatron. And if you don't know what that is, the clue is in the name. We randomly select a Big Finish release from BigFinish.com and then hopefully have an interesting chat about it. That's right, depending on your definition of the word interesting. I'll tell you what is interesting. Well, actually, it's not interesting. It's more irritating. Do you ever have it where you put down a cup of tea and you leave it there yeah. for a moment and then it sort of gets stuck to the table and yeah, you have that yeah. perilous moment of, like, trying to pick it up without 
it sort of <laughs> spilling everywhere all over your computer yeah lovely. so yeah not interesting that that was irritating but needless to say no tea was spilt in the recording of this podcast anyway Sorry. following that catastrophe uh, nick will then round up the latest releases and then it'll be time for the next installment of our serialization of the prisoner you know our audio reimagining of the 1960s tv classic yeah so time for us to go to the max this is the big finish news wow i know he did that by flicking his face i know i I thought i'd vary it up and i thought why why oh now i've got to do it now haven't i we haven't done that for ages There we go. And new listeners to the podcast will be all at sea. But never mind, come ashore with the first news item. (laughs) I love the come ashore bit. Fantastic stuff. So, in May this year, we announced an opportunity to write a Doctor Who short trip. In a memorial opportunity to mark the anniversary of the loss of our much-loved Big Finish colleague, Paul Sprague. Being released on the 29th of December of this year, which is Paul's birthday, is Doctor Who Short Trip's Forever Fallen, a seventh Doctor story by American writer Joshua Wanisco, read by Big Finish executive producer and Doctor Who actor Nicholas Briggs, and produced by Ian Atkins. Uh, and as Ian says, Paul is and always will be hugely missed uh, from the Big Finish family. This opportunity felt like a great way of marking Paul's huge devotion to Big Finish, a chance to encourage new writers, who Paul always supported when he could, and to share something to make sure he's never forgotten. Josh's story was chosen out of nearly 1,100 submissions and a short list of 100, and on one level is a celebration of the effect a single person can have on a life. It reminded me of the influence Paul had on my own life, and I suspect on many others. It's a great tale full of heart and a perceptive eye on character. Hearing Nick bring it to life in studio last month was a moving moment. Oh, thanks, Ian. It was hugely moving for me too, actually. That sounds really lovely, actually. I got all, I got all like, got happy, happy vibes there. It was nice. Mm. Wonderful words, Ian. So yeah, Doctor Who Short Trips Forever Fallen will be coming available for free from the 29th of December. So that's just after Christmas. I hope you enjoy it. And let as you listen, please raise a glass to cheer the late, great Paul Sprague. And for those interested in the opportunity to write a Doctor Who short trip, we'll see you in May 2017 for another opportunity. How about that? Released on Tuesday, the 8th of November. That's coming up, isn't it? Exciting. Doctor Who, Order of the Daleks. The Sith Doctor's latest encounter with, you've guessed it, the Daleks. When he and Mrs. Constance Clark arrive on the planet Strelin and find all is not what it seems. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Order of the Daleks. This is Planetary Assessor Malcolm Pendle of the Central Galactic Census Bureau. We've picked up a signal, you see. A signal? From here? What kind of signal? Doctor, you were foolish to return here. Four strangers approach the gate. I need all the novices to ready arms. Demons. Uh, We're not demons. Demons, women, what's the difference? My brothers. Destroy these 
demons from another world. These were beings unlike anything we had ever encountered. Once this planet was a Garden of Eden, soon it'll be nothing more than a Dalek chemical factory. Soon, the order of the Daleks will reign supreme! Big Finish. We love stories. Order of the Daleks stars Colin Baker and Miranda Raisin as the Sixth Doctor and Mrs. Constance Clark, alongside British TV legend John Savadant. And me as the Daleks. The story is directed by my chum Jamie Anderson, son of Jerry Anderson, creator of Stingray Thunderbird Space 1999 UFO. Throw that in, yeah. And a host of other TV classics. It was written by Mike Tucker, our lovely chap, a Doctor Who novelist and FX wizard for both the classic and new Doctor Who TV series. The Doctor and Concert's adventures continue next month in Doctor Who Absolute Power. Why not subscribe to the releases today? Not only do you save money, but you also get exclusive downloads including PDF scripts, extended extras, and up to four Doctor Who subscriber short trips a year. Wow. And I'll tell you one thing actually. I'd love mm. to be in the studio with John Savadon. He was he was Fred Elliott, wasn't he, in Coronation Street? That's correct. A, a famous uh, and continuing uh, British soap opera for those who don't know. Indeed. Oh, what a character! So I had had oh, to yeah. had to voice that appreciation. I say had to voice the had to voice me appreciation. I say I say I say I say I'll ask why. Yes, he's um he's quite a force of nature. Is John Savadon, and uh, it was fantastic to have him in. Really good. Anyway, it's a no-brainer, this subscription business. Plug, plug, subscribers still really do get more at bigfinish.com. The latest in our third series of Doctor Who Early Adventures is out on Wednesday, the 9th of November. Written by Robert Kahn and Tom Selinski, The Ravelli Conspiracy stars Maureen O'Brien and Peter Purvis in a new story set in the first Doctor's TV era. Here is... The trailer. Well, if we are on Earth, it's hundreds of years before my time. And mine. <laughs> Smell the air. No pollution. No chemicals. A fine summer's day in... Yes, a fine Florentine summer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who. The Early Adventures. The Ravelli Conspiracy. I am Niccolo Machiavelli. Are you? Are you now indeed? I see, I see. This man is a saboteur, an assassin. Is he? Are you an assassin or a saboteur, my dear man? Oh, history will take its course, my dear. It's not our responsibility. His Holiness the Pope's wooden box. It is not his wooden box, it's the doctor's. The prisoner, guard Caesar. I will capture them, interrogate them, and have them publicly executed. So there's nothing in this period we need to watch out for? Oh, 
there's a little backstabbing, I suppose. Some plots, the odd civil war, torture, religious persecution, and the ever-constant threat of violence and damnation should we be foolish enough to criticise the current religious orthodoxy. Big finish. We love stories. Right, then perhaps we should go. No, please. I'm sure we'll be safe. Corkin stuff there. The Ravelli Conspiracy is available from today on download or on CD, which instantly unlocks a digital version. You'd be crazy to miss it. And if you're using the free Big Finish app for Android or iOS devices, then you can be listening within minutes to the latest adventure for the Doctor, Vicky and Stephen. Yes, you'd be crazy. Crazy, I said. And, and, uh, <laughs> and you can describe and you can describe to all four stories subscribe is what I meant to say. <laughs> you can describe uh, you can, them all. you can describe them yes starting now uh, <laughs> you can subscribe to all four it's going very well subscribe to all four stories of the third series of Doctor Who Early Adventures with ju- with the first two releases available as money saving bundles yeah that, so they're no longer subscriptions because they're already out and they turn into bundles there you go uh, this third run of Tales concludes next month with Doctor Who the Sontarans, as the first Doctor encounters the popular clone race foe for the first time. Here's the trailer, which we forgot to play you last time. Sorry about that. It's quite a sight. Where are we? We should be able to see Augustus. Look, behind you. Extraordinary. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, The Sontarans. Doctor, their uniforms, their... Yes. Exactly like Sarah's. Your space security service. Kill us, and you'll never recover the Terranium core. Gage, I said shoot them. Mom, scan shows multiple sources converging on this site. You led them to us. We didn't do anything. Enemy sighted. Return fire. Who are they? Who are you fighting? You don't know. Doctor, it's the Sontarans. Are you functional, Stephen Taylor? Good. So we can continue. Big finish. We love stories. We have to get back to the TARDIS! But Sarah's out there! You've met these Sontarans before! Sontarans! And that is the end of the news. That's right, the news has got up, it's left the room, it's wandered down the street, and it's popped into the Rover's return for a bit of Betty's Hot Pot. There we go. (laughs) (sighs) Time... (laughs) Time now for the Big Finish listeners' emails. And you can email us at pens and paper at the ready, podcast at bigfinish.com. Perhaps I should just get it tattooed onto my arm. So yes. if anybody doesn't know, I can say, look, it's there. It wouldn't work on the podcast, would it? Showing that to the microphone, though. No. Well, no. <laughs> 
Well, that's ruined my day. Consider that, yeah. But anyway, it's easy peasy, and all emails and strange images are welcome within reason. Please. Don't want any of that. Uh, yeah. So even audio clips and articles of clothing, or articles about clothing as well. <laughs> anyway, first up, then the first email here is from Michael Totes. Toates. Totes. Looks like a totes. I'm going to go with totes. I'm saying I'd go with totes. Yeah. Michael Totes. There we go. Nice name. T O A T E S. Yeah. Oh, the man. The man opens with a wonderful statement. Well met, Nick and Benji. Got my approval already. Well met, sir. For me, it is Saturday, the 22nd of October, 2016, and I've just seen the, the wonderful announcement on the Big Finish website that there is more Jago and Lightfoot on the way for next year. Yippee! The old adage, no news is good news, does not apply regarding these illustrious gentlemen. So it is series 13. That's the lucky 13 for us listeners, as every single release has been excellent. Quality and quantity, a lovely combination. However, I still hope we get many, many more. Or so do I, so do I. And speaking about more Jago and Lightfoot... I know some people are never satisfied. When are you going to record a Victorian Christmas special for them? On a past podcast, August 01, 2015, approximately 15 minutes in. That sounded like a robot then. Um, <laughs> approximately 15 minutes in. <laughs> Nick did say that he would ask David Richardson about the possibility. Remember, no. no news is not good news when it comes to Jago and Lightfoot. Thank you. Regards, Michael. Oh, Michael. I wonder what happened about that. We should do a Jago and Lightfoot Christmas special. Um, well, the new producer of Jago and Lightfoot is Ian Atkinson. Maybe I should talk to him about it. Yeah, I bet he's got some ideas. Right, next up, this from Miles Cook. Um, I'm probably going to come under heavy criticism for this, but here goes. Although the content of the Fourth Doctor adventures may well be evocative of the period in which they are set, the format certainly isn't. I'm going to read this in my angry voice. It may be true that Tom Baker did have a two-parter during his tenure, but the majority were either four or six-parters, and these lengths would evoke the period much more effectively. The Hinchcliffe Presents stories are much the better for their prominent format structure. Some of the stories released thus far could be considered a strange hybrid. I'm sorry, Miles, I'm only joshing. A strange hybrid of classic series and new series formats with some obvious four-parters split into two-parters with separate titles, which is a bit of a muddle. muddle. Buck up, big finish. No, he didn't say that. That was me. Surely releasing four DAs in proper classic series four-part structure would be better even if it means fewer releases per year although this would allow those of us who are woefully behind to catch up buck up big finish i didn't say that either <laughs> i know bf likes to bend and stretch the who format but surely there's a limit when trying to evoke the feel of the classic eras of who otherwise why don't you have some six parters for sylvester mccoy or colin baker Buck up, big fit. Sorry, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> Regards, Miles. It was a really polite email, and I read it in that awful fashion, just for a bit of a laugh. It's an interesting one, Miles, and you may have heard me talk about it before. But you know, maybe I should just buck up, buck up, Nick. <laughs> I, um, my view is this: 
I think we've got used to um, faster storytelling. And I think uh, uh, sometimes the f I think we're telling as much story in the two-part Tom Baker stories as was told in the four-part TV Tom Baker stories. And I... Uh, uh, that said, however, there are some changes coming. So we are going to buck up, Miles. You didn't say that. I don't know why I'm attributing that to you. Buck up. So, yeah, actually, some, something is going to be changing in the future with the Fourth Doctor adventures that may, um, may tickle your fancy. Yeah. So well, all's well that ends well, after all that shouting from me. Well, <laughs> he didn't do any shouting, it was just me shouting. I think as well, from my, my opinion, um, I, I think that you, I think you can only go so far when you're doing classic stuff to how authentic they can be, because you then start to, to set rules, I, I think. you know. So if, if you were doing, for example, uh, 1960s Doctor Who, if you had to do it authentically, you could either only use library music or use an analog modular synthesizer to to do the music i think sometimes you've got to have a little bit of leeway well that's i see your point i've i sense that miles will be saying oh come off it <laughs> buck up benji <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you know and you could even say that we whoever plays and i know that i discussed this with peter purvis the other week that you know um you you could even have the actor playing the doctor largely not saying what was in the script <laughs> uh, put it that way having watched the Centerites the other day and I just thought oh goodness it, books, it makes me really stressed sometimes listening to William Hartnell because I think oh I don't I don't know whether that's what you meant to say or yeah. were meant to say and I, I'm a bit it, it, that didn't quite make sense anyway fantastic actor did brilliant work don't diss the Hartnell Briggs buck up buck up Briggs uh, yes, anyway. Um, <laughs> right. And finally, uh, this from Kevin Austin Garner. I'd I think say that's that his was name, right. yeah? Sorry, this give me two seconds to my connection on my headphones went there now. Can you hear me? Nick, speak for Hello, me. Hello, yeah, yes. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, you sound, you sound beautiful. There we go. My apologies <laughs> for that. Um, anyway, where were we? Yes. And finally, this from Kevin Austin Garner. Dear Nick and Benji. It looks like he's abandoned the English language and, and merely gone into pictorial form here because he has actually um, posted a series of socks and what looks like a wash basket as well, a nice yeah. wicker basket. So we have got some... Uh, Nick might have to help me out here. I'm actually slightly colourblind, yeah. so, so this, could, this could be a bit crazy. So oh, right. got well, some they're, they're, They are all very muted colours. There's a grey pair of socks... A slightly reddish pair of socks. There's lots of grey underneath the grey. There's some white socks on the left. And towards the back of what I can only describe as perhaps the laundry basket is something that it maybe if you're slightly colourblind, you probably won't be quite as disturbed as me. But I don't know. It looks like some kind of sports support wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But maybe, maybe that's just the slightly fleshy colour of it. Anyway, wow. Well, there we go. If, if you're a sportsman, uh, Kevin, then then we salute you because you're probably doing more sport than us. Yes, uh, we ought to buck up. Yeah, we should buck up our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was said to me so many times at school. What, buck up? Was, yeah, in the 60s, that was one of the school teachers' favourite phrases. Buck up. You know, then the headmaster would talk to us and say, well, I want you all to buck up. 
<laughs> just, it just uh, if you keep saying buck up, it just starts sounding vaguely obscene and uh, just odd. Just frankly, buck up. It evokes, it evokes a period of social history for me. I think you need to buck up, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There that, we go, guys. That, you, so you we're going to have a, a whole load of listeners wandering around harassing people by shouting "buck up." It's going to happen all over the world. I can feel it. This is this is. Yeah. You, you've triggered it's a revolution. A revolution. We're, we're going back in time, but in 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 the future. Well, it's that normally you accuse me of starting a, a religion, and now you're st- accusing <laughs> me of starting a revolution, well, even he, though, of course, I did put that word in your face. Well, here's the Archbishop of Peladon. So, thank you very much, Kevin, for those socks and sports support wearing a wicker basket and what looked he like did, some shelving brackets behind as well. But well, he does say something in his email. There's a sentence. He says, I look forward to your responses to these provocative questions and theories <laughs> in this email. The whole thing is, is obscene, actually. I mean, half, half, he said provocative, but it's just massive letters saying, buck up. <laughs> He's from Chicago, by the way. Hello, Kevin. Oh, I thought that was, the, no, it's, it says his name sort of twice. Yeah. Kevin A. Austin Garner from Chicago, Illinois. Is that Illinois? I can never say Illinois. it. Illinois. Illinois, it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Chicago, Illinois, Illinois uh, US. No, no, I don't think you, you don't sound the S at the end. It's Illinois. Illinois. See, I'm not cultured. I'm just, I'm just, I've never been to America. Never. It's just two letters and we've done a minute on it already. <laughs> Look, people love it, right? They love it. They love it. Buck up, Nick. And uh, you'll be dreadfully sorry to hear that that's the end of the emails for this issue of the podcast. Have you anything poetic to say about that, Benji? Apart from the fact that you can contact us at Big Finish. No, don't contact us as that. Contact us at podcast at bigfinish.com. Get it right. Buck up. It's one of those days, just all technology. It's all gone wrong. All technology's going wrong. Now, apparently, I'm going wrong. You are technology. So that's the the end of the emails, anyway. I am technology man, and they've gone. They're in a van, and they've driven down the road. Bye-bye. Time now for our our star guest interview. I don't know why I wrote star guest, not guest star. Star guest, (laughs) a new series from Big Finish. Uh, Fifth Doctor Peter Davison and I were recently at a recording session together. Top secret, top secret. Uh, Lots of fun. And as you'll be able to tell, it was done on the hoof, this interview, with me worrying if the batteries of my recorder were about to run out. And Peter goes straight for the controversy when roundly provoked by me. Uh, But to be fair, I've done a bit of blatant editing to save us from said controversy at such a politically sensitive time. Here it is. I might, yeah, I might run out of battery. Quick. Oh, quick, quick. Uh, so, yes, Peter. Um, uh, do you remember? Oh, sorry. Do you remember the titles of any of your big Finnish things? <laughs> spare parts. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I, people ask me what are my favourite spare parts. Uh, uh, big Finnish production. I always say spare parts because okay. I'm told it's rather good. I did listen to it actually in the car with my children. Uh, many years ago uh, and so that's what I always say okay because I uh, always ask people in the podcast what's tickling their fancy no no tingling their molecules about <laughs> big finish so that's your answer for that bit. that's my answer for okay, that okay. bit yes have you been given the because uh, it's been released on oh no it's being released mm. on LP Will yes you get a copy of that, uh, well think? I don't have anything to play it on but I'd like a copy of it anyway okay I'll see to okay. it okay the other question I ask is uh, what's tingling your molecules generally in entertainment <laughs> that you like a book a TV film anything you like 
a book. Uh, uh, um, well, not necessarily a book. You don't have to well, name every genre. Oh, oh, oh right. Well, I, I, tell, I, I watched a, a comedy series, uh, which initially I only sat down to watch because I know they filmed it around the corner from where, where I live, but it was called Fleabag, and I think it's oh. one of the best... Uh, comedy series I've seen on television for a long, it's quite, long um, time. Strong. Quite strong, but I just loved the way you, you sat down and you thought, "Oh, this is okay in the first episode," and then as it as it went on, uh, it, it not became exactly dark. Well, it did. No, there was a dark side to it, but she became kind of more questionable as well. <laughs> she was the likable character. But I'm only you still three episodes her. in. Oh, are you? So, okay, yeah. okay. No, it's it's fantastic. I love it. That's on the BBC. Yes, the BBC. Well, it's only one minute and 41 seconds, and I'm out of questions now. <laughs> oh, dear, should I have elaborated more? You're not going to say anything controversial like you did in the Doctor Who magazine. Well, no. interview. <laughs> Are you on message now? I didn't even think I was saying anything controversial. <laughs> one day, I will write the true story of the Five-ish Doctors reboot. And then... And about, and about Brexit and all that. Uh, oh, yeah, Brexit. I, oh, and I just came back from uh, um, uh, America to the heartland, uh, um, Kansas... Trump country, I guess, for the most part, uh, and, and even those who didn't actually support Trump uh, um, were sort of saying. You've gone for it again, haven't you? <laughs> Maybe I have. You've just yeah. gone for the controversy. <laughs> have you anything non-controversial to add? Uh, no, I'm getting too old and grumpy to have anything <laughs> non-controversial to say. Is that part of getting older? I think, think it you is. You can just say what you like. <clears throat> yeah, I find myself mumbling on the bus. You know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be coming That's home Sarah on the bus, to come back and there'll be some, <laughs> there'll be some hold up, or the bus will stop for no reason, and I'll find myself audibly muttering, "Oh, for heaven's sake, come on." <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I can sympathise with that. Well, there you are. You've broken the record. It's only three minutes and 24 seconds. All right. And that is the end of your interview. Okay, great. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> A big thanks to Peter for continuing to be just generally brilliant. Next weekend, I will possibly be appearing with him at Long Island Who, a Doctor Who convention in New York. There'll be a couple of other Doctors there too, and we hope to bring you a two or three Doctor interview panel for this podcast. I say that because uh, I know that Peter had some work commitments, so it may be that he won't be able to go. But let's hope he does, because it'll be lovely to see him there and have three Doctors on a panel. But if not, you know, Colin Baker and Paul McGann will, will be fine for me. Nice and exciting, that, isn't it? That sounds brilliant. Cracking stuff. So hang on to your hats, people. Who knows what's going to happen? And now it's that time again. It's time for Ran to do his stuff. So without further ado, we shall initiate the Randomite Selectatron. <coughs> okay, hit it, Benji. I was get quite tense. Might be just something so left field. It's Echo. Wave of Destruction. Wave of Destruction, which is the first uh, Tom Baker and uh, Romana um, se- season. Indeed, he it? do. Is Indeed it by. Oh, I can't. I was going to say Eddie Robson. No, it's Justin. So Justin yeah, Richards, Justin, and it's directed yeah. by you as well, apparently. Well, I know, yes, I remember it well. Yes, and. Um, what can I say about it? Uh, oh, I, do you know, I remember a particular thing about this, that Tom was quite um, uh, concerned about how villainous and nasty the aliens were. It's the... Uh, uh, 
who are those aliens that are just bits of uh, tin foil in Invasion of Time, and then they turn up? Oh, those. Uh, um, they were the well, they were the Suntarans, weren't they? No, no, no. It was. It was oh no, they were the other things. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. I, I can see it in my head. Gosh, I feel terrible that I can't. The Vardens. That's it. I didn't even look that up. I just suddenly remembered the Vardens that just were were bits of tin foil. That was the effect, and the the effects they decided to make for them sounded like Tim Ford as well it's really uh, it's a real 60s thing uh, it's got a pirate radio station anyway Tom was very concerned about the villainy of the characters he didn't think they were quite villainous enough and he just kept coming up with all these fantastic suggestions for lines that would make them even nastier they weren't over the top or anything they were just little he said how about if they uh, they could say this to me and then that would be and so he was actually starting to write lines for other people and give give them more lines than he had so it was a wonderful experience Experience. Lovely cast as well. I was just admiring the cast, actually. It's really yeah. nice stuff. Phil Mulrine was in it, who's later gone on to write for us. Of course he has, yes. Yeah, you see. This sometimes happens. You know, actors come in and we discover they're writers too. We get on with them, we start. David Richardson takes them into a darkened corner. <laughs> they start having conversations. He's actually written um, uh, one, I think, for this... No, for, for the next series... Uh, oh really? Coming out of Tom Baker stuff, yeah, which is a sort of World War One kind of thing. It's not a, uh, a a battlefield. It's not set on a battlefield. It's but it's. I'm explaining it very badly. And but is it a bit of a tease? There you go. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that one coming out next year. I think that's certainly a worthy tease. I think that's yeah. That's we haven't played the trailer. Here's the trailer. Doctor Who: The Fourth Doctor Adventures. Wave of destruction. The best in British radio frantic. Anomaly, anomaly, modulate deep frequency wave cancellation signal detected. A modulated frequency wave cancellation signal. Modular frequency what? You think we should find whoever transmitted the signal? That would be very clever. Ah, oh, but Doctor, you are very clever. Radio frantic. Doctor, it's a laboratory. Yes, and a body. Who are you? And a man with a gun. Mr. Miller, why were you visiting my father? He called me. Said they thought we were about to be invaded. And are you about to be invaded? Ah! What on earth? Come on! Pirate radio is not really my thing. Pirates? This one's got quite a following. You know, if I were inventing a modulated frequency wave cancellation signal generator, I'd find that just a little bit distracting. I will not hesitate to shoot you. Why not just shoot us and be done with it? What an excellent suggestion. Do you think the human race will submit to slavery? Have you learned nothing from your time here? Nothing from observing this planet? It is time to accept the inevitable. I never accept anything from strangers. Then I shall enjoy killing you as you watch this world burn. Radio Big Finish. We love stories. So yes, full of 60s delight. It was great to work with Lala Ward. Um, yeah, just great stuff. And John Leeson. So John Leeson always curtsies when he sees me. <laughs> he curtsies and offers his hand, you know, like I'm some sort of prince. I don't know whether it's uh, in, that, in that podcast all about me and my 10 years at Big Finish. He, I hope he was being ironic when he was saying, yes, he's a bit clever, Nick Briggs. <laughs> We don't really like him. <laughs> well, thanks, John. I, I think you're joking. Anyway, yes, wave of destruction. Uh, steeped in sort of um, a 60s flavour and great stuff. 
It's exciting stuff. Well, guys, there you have it. Nick has parted with some wisdom for you there and excited you. And hopefully you'll go forward and enjoy this audio feast, as they say. So now the podcast zooms towards its inevitable destruction. Like a supernova, it's going to go up in flames, which is ironic because... Well, it's not ironic at all. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> so now it's just enough. Sure? To... It's ironic that it's not ironic. It's, that's an irony within itself, isn't it? Uh, so now it's just enough time for Nick to give us some short reminders of the latest releases. Go for it, Nick. Okay, the Confessions of Dorian Gray, Series 5, the final series. Surely it'll come back one day, maybe for a Christmas special or something? Go on, please. Anyway, that immortal charmer is back. I am, of course, referring to Alexander Vlahos. <laughs> or as I called him last podcast, Alexander Vlahos, for some bizarre reason. <laughs> Being unable to speak, I think that was the actual reason. Um, Jago and Lightfoot, Series 12. Need I say more? I think not. Great Victorian adventures with the superb Trevor Baxter and Christopher Benjamin. And lovely fellows both. The Torchwood Archive, a mass of Torchwood stars in a super celebration of 10 years of that trailer blazing. I think I mean trailblazing sci-fi series. <laughs> Why do I read out the mistakes, you buffoon? Buck up, Briggs! Buck up, Briggs. Uh, uh, the Memory Bank and other stories, The Fifth Doctor and Turlo in a clutch of four great adventures. Also available, Agents of Chaos, Battling Against John Hurt's War Doctor, Strange Ape Aliens, Having a Go at the First Doctor and the Fifth Traveller, and Nicola Bryan reading The Fifth Doctor Short Trip Rule Book. Oh, well done, that was jolly good. Well done, well, guys. Reading aloud. <laughs> There. <laughs> there, guys, it's time. It's time once again for us to say goodbye. It's so sad. It always just fills me with sadness to know that I can't talk to you guys for another week. But hey ho, I'm actually talking to you in about five seconds because <laughs> we're recording the next one in, in bulk. Because I'm going away. Yes. Okay. So goodbye. Yes, goodbye. Oh, by the way, next week's podcast interview is with Sarah Sutton, Nissa of Trakan, to you and to me and to everyone. Also, just before you go, uh, here's no, we go, we're going, you're staying. <laughs> here's the next instalment of The Prisoner. Number six and number nine are hatching some sort of escape plan. But the new number two, that's Celia Imri, is on the prowl. Come along, old man. We haven't got all day. I thought you said you could play chess. Yes. Sorry, uh, my mind's not on the game. I should say not. Dithering about. If you were an officer on my ship, I'd soon make sure you were not in the shape. Which ship? Ah, oh. Uh, well, Which navy? Well, uh, oh, checkmate. <laughs> what? Oh. Don't worry, I'll give you another chance. Um, no, no, it's okay. I'm not on form today. I think I'll take a little stroll. Maybe you should try the old stone boat down there. Hmm? Why? Got a rather charming sea captain aboard her by the looks of it. Really? Ah. She's been watching you. Has she now? Do excuse me. (laughs) Au voyage. What? Have a good trip. What do you mean? On the old stone boat. <laughs> She's great in any weather. Sailed her many a time. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, 
Ah sì, è bisogno. I didn't expect to see you here. Didn't you? Come to make sure I take the bait. What do you mean by that? I followed you after the bandstand. So? At first, I thought you were just chatting to a fellow inmate. Then I saw her badge. Another number two. How many are there? They change over from time to time. A new one gets assigned. And are you assigned to me like you were to Cobb? You don't know what it's like here. When they ask you to do something, you don't have a choice. There's always a choice. No, there isn't. You'll find out. So, the Electropass, the helicopter, what is it, a trap? Am I just going to end up dead after allegedly jumping out of a hospital window? No, I told you I was trying to get Cobb out, but they were watching him. And they're not watching me. He missed his chance, but you have a chance. No! For God's sake, it's nearly two o'clock. The pilot is still in the cafe. If you don't get to the skimmer now before she comes back... <laughs> take go of me! You're coming with me. No! Why? I can't! Why not? What am I supposed to believe? That you're some kind of saintly courier smuggling our valiant chaps over enemy lines? I don't care what you believe. I can't go back. I can never go back. Why not? Some of us never can! Why not? What's that supposed to even mean? Just take your chance. Take it, please. It's the only one you'll get. Go! Go now! <sighs> All right. Two here. Something interesting. By the stone boat. Number? Six. And nine. Oh, really? What a surprise. Put it on my screen. He's heading for the skimmer copter. So he is. Where's number nine? Close by. Watching. Following. Hmm. It must be love, despite her protestations. <laughs> and that's going to prove useful to us. He's definitely going for the copter. And Rover will move to stop him. And you can stay where you are. It's confirmed. It's an electropath. He's got an electropath. Well. Oh, get back. 